0: What's up, people? This is Jimmy at the Body Hood Webcast slash Podcast. Depends upon how you're consuming this content, whether you're watching the video or you're, you know, you're listening as you're on your commute to work or what have you. But this is a special episode. This is episode five, and we have a very special guest in the building. Um, he's known on the internets as the real estate bully, but we have the brother Thomas Montgomery on. Um, before I get him to speak, I just want to uh, say a couple things. So. Um, I met Tom a couple of years ago uh, at various real estate events in the city of Philadelphia. But what struck me about him was he was a younger guy, very humble, but also he asked the right questions. And um, one thing he may not know that I remember is he actually came to one of the events that we had. So we did a free seminar in the community and he came and he had a notebook and he was just sitting there taking notes and asking questions. And it was very impressive for someone that age because one thing I tell people all the time, you can you don't have to be the smartest person in the room, but just learn to ask questions and ask the right questions you can get far. I mean, this guy's out here doing big deals. Um, he's very active in the real estate community, and I see him just prospering and, and growing and being a force uh, within this industry. So I want to uh, get him to come on and talk about himself and also a little bit about um, his real estate business and what he's got going on. So, Tom, first off, welcome to the uh, podcast, man, and thank you for coming on.
1: I appreciate you bringing me on Jimmy.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, um, give the people a little bit about your background. Um, you know, how far did you go in terms of schooling and, and, and how did you end up in the real estate business? All right. So, um, I actually, I graduated from um college for your degree, went to IUP, um,
1: turned up a lot there, uh, I wasn't really focused on, you know, really what I wanted to do. I was, I was majoring in business, graduated with my business degree, concentration, operation management. Um, I got a job with Aramark maybe like two months after college, and he moved me to Cleveland, Ohio. My choices were Cleveland, Ohio, Pittsburgh, or uh, Chicago. I just knew I was in oh. to Chicago at the time. Chief Keith was popping, so I knew I was. That was out. <laughs> <laughs> that was out. And uh, Pittsburgh is about an hour from college, so I was like, man, I'm going back there every weekend party. I'm not going to grow, so I decided to go to Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I didn't know anybody there, so and everybody I worked with was like 40 plus. So weekends and after work had nothing to do. A uh, good thing was I started watching HGTV like everybody else. Kind of wanted to get wanted to get into it. Uh, I took a class at IUP. So I needed one more one more uh, class to graduate. I took a real estate course, got a D in that. And <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had I kept the book though. I never sell my books, but I kept the book, and I'm sitting there watching HGTV, and I got the book sitting there. So I figured, let me read it. I started reading it. I didn't really want I didn't really know what I wanted to do with real estate. Uh I started figuring figure out maybe mortgages or you know, whatever it was. And I'm like, man, I want to flip homes, you know, and it kept coming back to wholesale and like, oh, that's the best way to do it. No no money down, no credit. And I'm like, man, I want to fix it and sell it. I don't wanna do this wholesale thing. This sound, you know, that's the bottom of the barrel work. I wanted to be top dog. So got my ego out the way and started learning how to wholesale. I really did it for like two years of trying to learn how to host on try. and trying uh, it. After Cleveland, I moved to DC for two years, and I just was there, just kind of just shots in the dark. There wasn't too many platforms like this, or you know, to Instagram to say, "Hey, you know, how do you do it? Or what are you doing?" So just constant reading, constant YouTube, podcast. I think I might have watched every single Bigger Pockets podcast. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to grow. Um, like I said, taking shots in the dark, and I finally got a call. Uh one of my one of my letters i tried the handwriting letter thing it wasn't for me so i typed everything i do like 500 like every two weeks um so i sent out 500 letters constantly and i got a call i'm in dc uh drove back up that's that night when a guy called me met him that day put under contract and i was able to make uh 5500 off that deal nice nice
0: real quick because you um you Said a couple things for one. What's up with all you IUP guys? I run into a lot of IUP guys just in the game in general. There's a lot of guys in real estate that come from IUP, like they got a program or something. Like, what's up with that? Nah, man. Uh, IUP and make you a hustler, man. Uh,
1: you up there in the mountains, it's cold, it ain't nothing to do, you know. Got you. you, got got to you make I threw parties there, I was throwing like big parties there, like at least you know, the whole black population to be there. At the end of the night, I made about four or five grand. I was renting the place out, we built steps in there and everything. So. I paid definitely turned into a hustler. Uh, my man Mike Link, he do real estate. He be real big with this right now. He, he growing real yeah,
0: fast. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy because you. All right, so you, you gave me a couple things to ask you about, just to um, you know, break that down further. So, okay. in terms of throwing parties, I see right there that you have the skill set of being able to organize. So, so that's a, that's skill set that you can you know transfer into this business. But also one thing that you um put out there, which is a gem, I think, is that taking shots in the dark, like you're not afraid. Um, and anyone getting into this business, that's something that you could take from Tom right there. You see, he's talking about sending out 500 letters. He's going to different cities and trying. Um, so you, you, you consume the information, but it's not just about consuming the information. So a, a lot of tips that I give people on a daily basis is do something because everybody can listen to the podcast, read the books, but nothing is like the experience of actually going out there and trying it. And you're not afraid. So, uh, you know, for one kudos for that. And I mean, I think that's a gem in the shelf. Sure. Not, being, not being afraid, though, is I mean, you know. So I'm pretty sure you've also run across people who, um, they just want to consume content and they never try anything, right?
1: Yeah, all, all the time, especially on Instagram. My my DMs are crazy. But um, mm-hmm. I would I would definitely say like you know as far as shot in the dark, like I was I was a little scared at first too. I, I call I call what I was on. I said it took me three years, basically two years to get my first deal. I call what I was doing uh the gym workout where you know you start you stop. You start, yeah, you stop, yeah. you see a little progress, you stop. So that was me for two years. I starting and stopping, and I read a chapter and I wouldn't read another chapter for like two, three months. And after a while, I'm like, man, if you're going to do this, you got to do it. And that's when I started kind of taking them shots in the dark. Like, man, people tell me they're making 20000 off one deal. Let me see what mm-hmm. I can get. So, you know, I take them shots and, you know, once you take that shot in the dark, you hit something, you're going to keep shooting.
0: Yeah. I remember I I worked for a company um in, in Germantown of Philadelphia when I... When I was a young boy, and I and I first got into the real estate game, I worked for a lady named Virginia Mesa, Mesa Realty, right? So, and, and she taught me a lot. Of, she gave me a lot of game, and I used to get frustrated, like taking shots in the dark, nothing working out. And she one day she hit me with the thing. She said, "Well, did you die?" I'm like, "No." She was like, "So why you care?" And you know, <laughs> once she hit me with that, it kind of changed everything. I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Like, you know, who who cares about the whole thing? And you also said right swallowing ego so that's another gem right there right so you got to swallow your ego to get in this game
1: right so that's that was big for me that was big for me i had to i had to really swallow my ego because you know i'm in school i'm throwing these parties everybody i'm, I'm the man and, and then i get out of school and it's like i'm back at square one and i, I was used to being the man so let me try to yeah. figure out how can i be the man and to me real estate was like the best way to be the man because i get to be myself you know, people I'm seeing, like I was following Jay Morrison at the time, he was, you know, heavy Burberry and the Gucci's and I'm like, oh shit, that's how I dress, <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> But you know,
0: so obviously- that's a, and that's a good you say that though, because that's one thing about like our platform and other platforms is that one of the things we wanna highlight is everyday people. So, cause representation matters. So there might be somebody watching this and listening to this and, and hear your story and that resonates with them because you, know, you, you hustled your way into this game and now you're doing deals. And That's I'm pretty sure I got my account.
1: Instagram name.
0: <laughs> yeah, the real estate bully, yeah, there you go. So it's like, yeah. after you got that first deal, I know that like, that was it, you knew it worked. Because if, once you get it, once you realize that it works. I'm not,
1: yeah, I'm
0: not going how to long lie to you you to ask you, How long did it take from the first one to another one?
1: Uh, Not long, I actually, I got my first deal 5,500. I was working my job, $50,000 $50, job with, Aram- with Aramark in DC. I got that 5500 Um, I think Doug had put a, a two week notice on his Instagram. I straight copied and pasted that, put my name and turned it right in. They like, What you gonna do? You ain't big man, you think you're mine. I got the ego. What you gonna do, big man? You think what you gonna do? And I'm like, I don't wanna do this real estate, man. Y'all crazy. So took that 50000
0: You made You made one wholesale deal and put your two week notice. I'm out. <laughs> I know, you know, it's
1: really what it is. I just, Hostel. I, I know my hustle. I was working that job for 12 hours, 12 hours a day, then leaving that one and working five and still going home and doing a little wholesale work. So I knew I'm like, well, shit, if I can get myself eight to 12 hours in the streets, uh, you know, doing wholesale, I'm like, you know, I can make a nice amount of money. I made fifty five hundred in three weeks and then turned around three weeks later and I made twelve hundred. And then after that, I made twenty and then yeah. and then this so, was all of my first year by October, I made seventy five thousand on one deal.
0: Nice, man. That's nice. So, so, so things worked out. So basically, you that 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 title fits you, the real estate bully. You just uh, you know, hustle hustled your way in the game. Um, uh, so you're master wholesaler, like you know, and I and I follow you on Instagram. I watch how much work you put in in terms of the letters and all that. Um, so can you talk a little bit about your marketing? Like, how hard do you go in terms of marketing? You even got stuff like, listen, I've been in the game for a long time. I've been in the game 20 years. You even got stuff. I was like, yo, that is genius. Like. The parking ticket thing to me was the illest thing I think I've seen. And somebody you know I mean? just stole
1: like, it. Somebody just stole it.
0: That's, 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 listen, man, that's, that's a form of flattery, man. Because I ain't gonna hold you. I saw that, I was ready to steal it. I was like, that's hard. Like, I've never <clears> seen no one do that. Like, if for those who don't know, like in Philadelphia, we have um, the parking authority who writes you tickets and they look a certain way. But he actually developed his marketing to look like that and put them on people's cars. <laughs> I thought that was, though, where'd you get that idea from?
1: So uh when I worked in DC, when I lived in DC, some guy put a hundred dollar, so I had the hundred dollar bill thing too, but somebody put a hundred dollar bill on my car and I'm drunk from the club. I'm like, oh man, I got a hundred dollars. And it was a it was a little marketing for his CD, and I'm like, damn, like that was kind of dope. And it kind of it made me think of the hundred dollar bill and then also the parking ticket. I'm like, because I would have came out to a ticket, i have been pissed. So I kind of been sitting on it for like two years and I'm like, man, let me try this out. Uh we go out middle of the night, we hit a couple hoods, it's like the fastest mm-hmm. marketing I've ever done. And the, the the response is crazy, because you get some people that think it's a good idea. Um, some people think it's a bad idea. I've had just in two weeks, I've been doing it, I had the 911 call 311 state reps, oh. uh, War leaders, all kinds of little stuff. I'm just hoping that it
0: make the news, man, I want to be on Fox. <laughs> the reason is because and i'm pretty sure it's like this in every like big city right so you see people who um do wholesaling we buy houses i buy houses she buys houses the bandit signs and all that not that they don't work because i've seen success with all of them but at the same time when you see something different that stands out i kind of took notice of that so i thought that was pretty dope um so my question is this though we see that you got the wholesaling game down packed. what are some of your long-term goals do you like want to continue to always wholesale are you getting into any buy and hold are you getting into bigger flips what's your long-term goals now so i'm actually i close on i close on my first flip tomorrow tomorrow morning uh
1: Dope. it's actually property i found through uh walking for dollars i just kind of walked in the neighborhood in germantown found a few properties reached out to the owner um, it was between me and like six other wholesalers. I was able to get it for 40,000. I actually wholesaled it to myself for 45,000. So I needed a little five grand for that first, uh, that first draw. Um, put about 60 into it and we closed tomorrow. I got, I got, uh, I listed it for 165. We closed tomorrow. I got a 175 for it. Nice. So, uh, so right now,
0: I- you said something that was very interesting, right? Because I want you to um break down that deal because. People out there who are just getting started may not know that you can wholesale to yourself to get the money that you need for the first draw. So explain how you how you structured that. Um. So I
1: actually I had just found out about that. My friend Rick told me about it, and I know you know I do my wholesale thing. I'm, I'm able to find properties, and make a profit off of it. Uh, so what I did was actually just made the contract, whereas uh my one LLC found the property and then sold it to my other LLC. So I was able to cash the check yeah, under, uh, you know, my, my Montgomery merit um, account. And then, uh, had the property is actually under another LLC. And I, well, I'm glad I did that. Cause I, ne- I definitely need that money.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's dope. Yeah. And another piece of advice that, like, that I've been hearing consistently through the talk is how, you know, and I mentioned this in the beginning, you're not afraid to learn from other people and ask questions, right? So you I mean, you can see you are going along with it. now you get into a flip game. So what's next after that? Is, is you just want to maintain flips and wholesales? Are you ever going to do buying and holds or what's your, what's your long-term goal? So my long-term goal
1: really like the long, long, like whatever, ever many years is to be a lender, I guess, you know, that would be everyone's, uh, you know, long-term goal. But right now I really want to get into like buying, uh, rental properties. I just want like a limited amount of rental properties, uh, sh- man. Aisha, you know, Aisha is like the, the goal, so that's my inspiration right there. Okay. Yeah. So, I, shoot, she want forty three units right now. I'm trying to hit forty three. You know, by the time I'm like, I'm time thirty. So, uh, I guess my end goal really is, you know, we, me and Derek do the uh the wholesale secrets thing. I just really want to put as many people on wholesaling as I can. Uh, wholesaling I feel like isn't is it? It isn't always going to be my my bread maker. It isn't going to go anywhere. But I wanna put as many people on as I can because you know eventually I won't have the time to wholesale. And I just kinda wanna be the first person in their mind when they find the deal. As long as I get it first, I'll give you all the information to
0: send me the deal first. See, that's something that's dope. You're thinking eventually you want to go to another level, right? Um, and by you putting them on, you'll be their go to guy when you get to that level. So you're not afraid to share information. And I think that's also honorable right there, because you know sometimes our people when they get information they don't want to share it at all um i'm seeing it yeah. changing that though right so i'm seeing it change. and shout out to aisha um because uh me and aisha actually went to high school together so our high school is out there you know That's dope. okay yeah you know, cool. putting out a you know real estate tycoon although i'm broke though from the back there i'm broke yeah. but um but i think it's dope though that you know her uh, you and your partner and i got to get him on here as well and a lot of other people that i see are are sharing information. So I think it's some sort of like paradigm shift in our community because more people are talking about business, more people are talking about real estate, more people are talking about investments. Um, so I think that's dope overall. Right. And another point I want to make about what you said about getting to the point of being a lender. I also find that interesting because some of the wealthiest people that I know in real estate that I've met through the years, um, it's like they're, uh, they've always gotten to that point. And I remember when I first got in the game, I didn't understand it, but it's to the point now. Like the wealthiest people I know in real estate don't even have like the physical bricks. They they just trade paper. Yeah. And it's crazy, yeah. right? There are uh, people that make millions and millions of dollars and never touch bricks, but are in the real estate business. And one of the things I want to stress to people is that the great thing about real estate is there are so many ways to to make money, right? Thanks. So so I travel I travel the world speaking about real estate. When I was in Australia last month, um, I met a gentleman over there who owns what's known as a REIT, a real estate investment trust. He owns a bunch of those. He actually made money, listen to this, flipping farms, owns a bunch of REITs. So he gets money coming in on a monthly or a quarterly basis and doesn't have any physical bricks, right? I met, I was in DC this past week. I met somebody else who runs a property management business and has several hundred properties that they just collect the 10% on every month. They don't own the bricks either. They make millions of dollars in real estate. But the other thing about real estate is there is so many ways to get money, um, whether you're flipping, whether you're wholesaling, whether you're renting. So it's just like, you know, I always tell people that learning real estate is is an, is an amazing thing because it also, the, the skills you learn in real estate can translate into other businesses. So, um,
1: so I actually put that on my Instagram, like real estate changed my life. I just put that up there and I really just kind of was sitting and reflecting like, man, it's been almost three years since I've had a job. Bills are still getting paid. I just had a son. He got food and clothes and everything. And I'm just like, man, this really changed my life. And like you said, it, it kind of there's different. So many different avenues to me to be a, a millionaire, a billionaire in real estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really kind of what brought me into real estate. Where I'm just I, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I kind of researched everything. And I'm like, well, man, you can't really lose with anything you do in real estate. <laughs> so many ways, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, honestly, I kind of was a little up. Upset after that once I start doing, it, I'm like, man, I wish I didn't go to college, man. Like No, so I no I, I was kind of upset that no one been gave me the information. So but this is yeah. why I, this is why I kind of give it back because if I would have found this out in 12th grade, I've always been the same person. Like I'm not, you know, different person. Like when I was younger, I was the guy up shoveling and I go I'd, I would go get like contract, shovel contracts. I'll go get my friends got up. Yo, we already got six houses to do. Let's go get this money so yeah. i've always, always done, done. Yeah. yeah so if i would have knew about wholesale before man i'd have been yeah.
0: i'd have been right, know, right right. interesting right so like i went to college too right but I, that's actually how i discovered the real estate game right so i was i was at lincoln university and i was majoring in political science so i, I I've, I've always been someone that wanted to help my people and i told the story in um in my book as well but so i was working on some political campaigns yeah, yeah, I got you. I was working on some political campaigns in between like, um, you know, semesters and talking to the candidates, seeing how everything is structured, how everything worked. And what I recognized was the people that ran the campaigns were the ones that made the biggest donations. So the donors actually were running some of the camp. And this is a local stuff. So this is nothing national, whatever, local judges, um, city council people. So I worked a couple of campaigns and I'm, and I'm noticing how they defer to the people that give them the money. And then I started asking questions, getting back to the idea of asking questions, right? What do you do? And everybody had made money one or two ways. Either they had money in stocks, and most of them had money in real estate. And then I made a pivot right there. I'm like, so the power isn't the actual candidate, it's the one cutting the checks. The money, the power is in the actual checks. So I made a pivot and got into the real estate game. And, you know, so that's how it kind of worked out for me. But let me ask you a question, though. You said, because that's an interesting topic also in our community right now is whether it's worth it or not to go to college. And the question I have is you have a degree. Did you take anything from that, that actually helped you in the real estate game?
1: To be honest, I didn't take any, nothing from a classroom. And that has helped me do real estate. Everything from those parties has helped me, though. everything okay. from the parties I've thrown or whatever it was at school. Those, that's what really helped me so before going to college, I was a little shy. So, Throwing parties, I needed the money, so I'm throwing these parties. You know, in Philly, everybody was throwing parties, so I kind of just took mm-hmm. it up there. And I got to talk to people now. I'm selling tickets. I was, I was sell tickets before the party, so before the party started, I already doubled my money. So you know, I so it helps as a salesman. Helped, a, helped as a salesman, a people person. Um, I went to a predominantly white school, so it kind of taught me how to move with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, met a different bunch of different uh nationalities. I got a from malaysia she's went back to malaysia that's my dog but she cool as ever um so that it kind of helped me with that so you know you come into real estate and it's different different races and you know different things to do different events mm-hmm. so i it just helped me that like that's what helped me adapt the most uh i guess the money management being away in college and that helped as well, well,
0: that well had, but- that a kind of experience so you know you could say that did help you but that's interesting, though, because I, I, as the price of college increases and the student loan debt crisis gets to be where it's, where it's going, it's going to be crazy and crazy. And people are going to have to make decisions. Another thing I want to ask you about, though, is I noticed that you also um, you went and took up classes like in carpentry. Right. How did you make that decision?
1: Um, so I kind of I kind of was watching like Doug and D gang on Instagram and they were kind of doing their own work. And I'm like, man, that'd be cool, you know to if something, if something occurred, then I would actually be able to do it myself. And I always had like a, a, a interest in carpentry. You know, I, everyone kind of has that cousin that fixes everything. So every time someone broke in the house, my cousin Chris would come over with a Budweiser and fix it and I just watched him do it. So I, I kind of started learning how to do sheetrock. And then once I, the more I got into real estate, I'm like, man, I can make a nice little money this way. You know, so I, I, I wanted to learn a trade and I, I realized, you know, in, in, in real estate, yeah, the people that work for you are never guaranteed to come to work or whatever it is. Um, so That's kind of how, how I led to it. Like I said, I made that 75000 uh from that one deal, and I actually went and paid for the school out of pocket.
0: Okay. so oh. Another piece of uh, game. You're giving out a lot of game, whether you even know it or not, right? So the first piece is you're not afraid, right? You've always been a hustler, and you got out of your comfort zone. You said when you went there, you were shy, but you got out of your comfort zone in terms of learning how to uh, maneuver through the party scene. Um, right. And what you just said right there was key too, because you also are willing to invest in yourself. And a lot of people out there aren't willing to invest in yourself. Whether it's like a, you know, I said told me before. He said, "Don't let school get in the way of your education." I said, "What the hell does that mean?" That's a good. He said, one. Yeah, he said you always got to be willing to spend money to invest in yourself. You're not going to learn everything, in, you know, in the books they give you in school. So. You're also willing to do that so you have a lot of traits of a straight entrepreneur just based upon your story and you were doing these things and i don't even know based upon our conversation right now you were cognizant of the fact that you were like doing all these things which makes someone an entrepreneur you're taking the risk you're investing in yourself you're getting out of your comfort zone so i mean sky's the limit for you man you know and i look forward to seeing like some of the things you do man because being a having having uh getting rid of that fear and being able to take action to me at least is the biggest thing out of all that
1: yeah you want to know what the crazy part man i haven't really gotten rid
0: of that fear though
1: every day i wake up and i'm like man what the hell am i doing in these past, <laughs> listen in these past three years man i've been on a couple job interviews and i'm like man, i don't know what i'm doing out here i'm crazy what are you doing not having a job man you know like it's been it's been times where but you're looking through the fear though yeah, it's been times where you know wholesaling kind of slow up and the money getting short, and I'm like, man, bro, what are you doing? And it's just like, I can't go back, man. I can't go back to the job because it's like you when, once you are out here and you kind of see, you know, the the value of your time, mm-hmm. the value of yourself. You just kind of like, man, listen, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I just gotta grind it out.
0: And that's where when you start to get into the game of having the rentals and having the you know the income coming in, that's that that's kind of like. What, what helps things because people always ask me am i a flipper my wholesale buyer i say i do all of it but the thing is i have rental rental income to sustain you so you and i also have dividend income from stocks so you set up things to sustain you as you do all those other things um so you know right. you're going to see, make- you know, I'm on them
1: stocks heavy right now too man yeah, no doubt see yeah and, I'm and that's, that's- you know, i question I, I you all day about it man. i'm on it man it's yeah. like, like like you said i actually the same way how you said with the real estate and stock thing I was the same way because i I'm in my mind, it's just real estate is it, but I'm looking at people that's in real estate and I'm like, man, the people that really have money have a, a lot of money in stock. So yeah. I, uh, I actually went and made another Instagram called StockBully and I <laughs> bought a f- couple books and podcasts and <laughs> YouTube and I'm wondering, man, I, I gave myself, I wrote, I, I write everything down. So like I'm big on that. I write everything down. So I got, I told myself I get, I got until October to learn how to do stock.
0: See another piece of game writing things down. I'm having into that too, man. Cause you know my my wife jokes at me about because I write everything down. Cause to me, like with goals and things, if I don't write it down, it doesn't exist. Like it becomes real to me once I write it. So that's another piece of game right there. Like you know, if you have things that you want to accomplish, write them down. It changes things. Like it really does change things, man. So, um, man, you gave us a lot of game already. Before we get out of here, one thing I have to ask you though, cause you brought up that you, um picked up a lot of books, whether it's stock, real estate, all those kind of things. So give me a couple books that, you know, um that you read that that I can, you know, um have the listeners look into in terms of books that you think are some of the better books. I'm pretty sure you read some trash, but you probably read some good ones too. So what are your favorite books? Um, real I, actually, stock, I actually really honestly
1: I really just kind of started reading uh this year. Like I previous so I used to work at um at Franklin Mills Mall at uh what's it called? Uh Damn, Stephen Berry's right, and I okay. catch the bus all the way up there. So I started reading on the bus, and I only kept reading on the bus because <laughs> girls and older women like guys that read. So, I was
0: <laughs> 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 you better get down with audio books, though, man. Audio books is you know, yeah,
1: but I like to highlight when I read too. But I, so yeah, yeah. I read, I'm on the 50 reading like Terry Woods books, and I'm like, man, I need to start reading again. So. As 2019 came came along, I was all right, well, I'm gonna read one book a month. So uh, what it will be in, month six right now? I'm yeah. six, six months in. I think my favorite books, hang on, like everything I read in it right now, it's been good. Uh, Who Moved My Cheese was the first one that I started.
0: That That's one, one. That's a good one. That's oh, one of the ones oh, I always recommend. It's, it's a quick
1: read, it's straight to the point. And and, and is what you is really what you need to hear because I kind of had that similar that similar situation with wholesaling where my cheese got moved and I'm like oh shit you know what what do I do now yeah and, I, yeah. and that's where you get that parking ticket that's when the mind start rolling like all right I got to do something
0: made you feel um, creative
1: yeah who moved my cheese is one the richest man in Babylon is like my favorite right now yeah. like that's that's a book that talking Doubling back on, I like that book
0: because he tells it in the form of a story. He's giving you game, but it's told in the form of a story. So sometimes so I need stories. Years. Yeah,
1: I need stories. Like I, I, I've read. Uh, damn, what is it called? Uh, the not the millionaire next door. Thinking grew rich, okay. and it's it, it kind of all over the place. I need like rich dad, poor dad is a story. I need a nice little storyline with it, okay. or I'm, I'm, I'm not interested really. Okay. So rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, rich. I mean, everyone says rich dad, poor dad. I got my okay. fiance reading that right now. But if you ain't reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, you should definitely
0: get it. Here's the thing about that though, right? So um Kiyosaki has a lot of great books, and everybody always goes to Rich Dad Poor Dad. But me personally, I think he wrote one it's called Cash Flow Quadrant, right?
1: Write that down.
0: Yeah. And cash flow quadrant to me is the best of all the Rich Dad books, all the mm-hmm. Kiyosaki books. Um and Rich Dad is good. Don't get me wrong. I love Rich Dad when I read it, but there's something about cash flow quadrant. He breaks down a difference between being you know, um, an employee being self-employed, a business owner and an investor. And I had like an epiphany reading that book. So you may want to get that one. And one other one that I recommend to you just based on the conversations that you like stories, is a book called the latte factor. What is it uh, called? The latte factor, uh, the uh, L-A-T-T-E factor, the latte factor.
1: Okay.
0: Cause it's told in the form of a story, but it's a lot of like financial gems within there as well. So I think that's another good one. You'll like, man but
1: anyway man, um, this is my book for uh month six
0: okay but start up uh, yeah herman okay I'm gonna, yeah start. Herman, yeah. uh
1: inside secrets on building a business i'm on everything right now man reading is probably the best thing i could have discovered
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no it is it is yeah. and by the way because you said you the one thing about it you like to take notes the thing that audible added like the, the audio books now is um because i do everything i do regular books kindle books audio whatever whatever you know i try to do i read a lot so i read like one a week but i always have have one of each at, the, at a time but what yeah. they did was in the audio book now if you hear something you can stop and add a bookmark at that spot and put a note actually right there you can actually write a note I like so it. you can go back yeah on that bookmark and see a note you know so just yeah. just for people who may be yeah. into that yeah. Another remember, i
1: wanted to get oh. books um like i said i got a son now he nine months and i realized you know kids kind of mimic what they see so i didn't mm-hmm. want parents and read these books and i'm not reading myself so i kind of yeah. try, i'm trying to mentally get myself into you know being a right kind of parent i don't want to, you know tell them don't do this and i'm out here a while and out doing stuff so
0: yeah, that's dope man yeah. it's kind like, it like real estate just changed you overall as a person man Like
1: yeah man made me tighten up that's what I'm around.
0: I'm around a lot of uh,
1: good people, man. People like you, Aisha, uh, Reed, Doug, Bruce, like a lot of people.
0: A lot of people I'm around. You know, they, they kind of move a little different. You and know, that's what you gotta do. You know, you always hear people say, man. You know, you gotta watch your circle, man. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So you know, but uh, listen, man. You you giving us a lot of gems, man. Even down to you know reading because your kids are watching. There's so many gems that are in here, man. I just can't wait to um see what i'm gonna use as a clip because <laughs> you <laughs> you gave us a lot of gems in here man i want to say thank you for one man and, uh, and good luck to
1: you. it. i'm supposed it. to do this i appreciate it. i'm happy i did it yeah, and,
0: and i look forward to seeing you progress man one day you're gonna be the biggest hard money lender in the, in the, in the city or something man i hate giving them checks I hope so, so. Um, i'm
1: hard on myself i hope so
0: man yeah that's what's up man that's what's up man but listen man thanks for your time i don't want to hold you forever but i just want to <laughs> say thank you and, and, and good luck to you but how can the people we want to follow you on IG? whatever see you. See what's going on with you what's your IG?
1: um my instagram is uh real estate period bully um you can also uh check my website out cash what is it uh cash by philly.com Sorry. Okay. yeah you know I, I, I wear everything as
0: well <laughs> another piece of game another piece of game right there Wear your own stuff right yeah, so um goodies. i got a
1: i got a card magnet I got everything, man. I don't. man. going hard. You're going hard with the marketing, man. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm a. I'm a big walking billboard. I just, if Some people are a little shy, man. You know, you might not walk up to me and see it, but if it's on my shirt, you might. You might inquire a little bit.
0: Yeah, but you know, when you get out of being shy, you start getting checks for 75K, right? I agree with that. <laughs> Listen, man. So um, I'm gonna put your uh, IG and everything um in the description box. Okay. so people to follow you and all that, man. But um, again, thanks for your time. Um. Good luck to you in the future, man. And you know, I'm always here to ask me any questions, and I'll be asking you questions too. Because listen, I I learn from you. I learn from everybody. One of the reasons, another reason, I, and I mention this in every uh, podcast is bringing people on, um, for representation to show that people that look like us are out here doing things. But also, um, I learn from you. That 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 ticket John is fire. And, and for people who don't know, when you go fire, is go follow him on Instagram, you'll see uh, what I'm talking about in terms of marketing. He, he, in marketing maven right now but anyway man tom thanks for your time i appreciate um, it and, and we'll bring you back on when you make that next step when you get to that next level man you you, you know you're you doing the, the buying holes or the, the hard money we're going to talk again for
1: sure i'm on it thanks
0: all right man thanks for your time though man listen for those out there listening man um make sure that you if you're watching the video hit like hit the like button share the video we're on every podcast platform whatever you are spotify apple google podcast we're all those. Make sure you share this with your people. Because you again, we're five, five stars, all that good yeah. stuff. Because we trying to show that there's people like us that are out here doing things, man. And, um, you know, shout out to the whole real estate community in, um, in Philadelphia and in the whole East Coast, man, all over the world. Because, like I said, I, I feel a paradigm shift in people sharing information. And that's always a blessing, man. So until next time, man, listen, it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep. Uh-huh. You game elevate. And I'll see you guys on top. Peace. All right, peace.